Heyo, today we are like beautifully drawing some lines on where we're at today. Like, listen, I know it's been a journey. If you've been following along for this whole thing, um, bless you. Please let me know when I can take you out to dinner sometime because, gosh, it's been a lot of rambling and thoughts and like excitement for where we were going to go and why we were the perfect person to build this. And it's still that. Right. So much of this is just try it on, try it on, try it on, figure it out. And I'm excited to be drawing some lines with where we've been over the last four years and where we are today and why it all makes sense with the disclaimer and asterisk that like it may not make sense three months from now. But this is what this journey is about. Like it isn't linear. It doesn't just go from dream to do, to done. We're going to be all over the place in our dreams. That's kind of the wonderful thing. It's kind of a part of the importance of the process. And in that process, we are going to pay some stupid tax along the way. So we're breaking that down a little bit today because at the end of the day, if we're doing our dreams, doing takes decision And there are some decisions, no matter how much we prepare, analyze, forecast, and put together, there are some decisions that can only be known once done. And either way, you have to come back and reflect. And so I like to just speed up the doing, right? Create an instance where the doing is done and go from there. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however 
that looks for us, but more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. I am here. So are you. And we are still here doing dreams, period. And as I continue to like make that happen, right? As I continue to figure out what that's going to be, I am just excited and inspired. And this is my great thing by all of the places that I've been able to show up in over the last two years um, to really get a good test of what's out there, how it feels to be an entrepreneur, how big that is, how hard it can be, right? Over the last four years to make a dream happen. How are people making dreams happen? Where can I then, where do I want to go to work in that space? How do I bring all of these beautiful and amazing things that I've experienced and learned from over the last however many years? How do I bring all of them to life? Like, uh, my mind is blown, right? Because in, in the beginning, I went the direction and I actually pitched this business plan to an investor, to a realtor person for a building that I really wanted, um, that this is the idea, here it is, what do you think, right? And it got shut down because we're about to all face a million no's on the way to our dreams. So you just get better at it. Um, (laughs) It got shut down. Didn't mean that I gave up on the dream of getting that building. Didn't mean that it cut away from my thought that that was ever going to happen. Just got put in a back pocket. Like, okay, not time. We'll be back later, which is exactly what I said. Listen, even though you said, no, this, your building is on my dream board. And so I know that it's going to happen. So it's just a matter of time. Love you. Thanks. Not the actual conversation, but in my head, that's how it goes. Like, okay, I'll be back. (laughs) It will be mine. And so that was one of the first no's kind of hurt, kind of was like, whoa, do we take that off? I actually took that off of one of the dreams that I wanted to manifest for myself. Um, because I was like, whoa, maybe I was just thinking too big. Uh, and as I continued to think through that, I wasn't, I put it back on there. It still remains on there to this very day. All of the things that I wrote, I don't even know how many journals ago are still the same things that I'm writing today. Crazy. Um, with some language adjustments after things that I have learned and applied, but for the most part, we're still here. And then it was like, okay, then what do you want to build? What do you feel excited about? And one of those companies was like, I, after going through what I went through with minimalism and the cutting down of the things, the loss of the material, all of a sudden, like, experiences just became so important to me. And 
and memories and storing those things. And so I wanted to come up with a way to do that. And that still, I think, is a back pocket thing, but becomes something that I didn't have the bandwidth or the ability to bring to life. I didn't know the right people yet who could build such a thing. And so that one just went into the back pocket for a while. Still a beautiful concept and idea. Still something that I'm very interested in. This is tricky, right? How do we nurture relationships with people without just giving them another thing, right? And gift giving is an experience, such an important experience to be intentional about because it is one of the ways that we nurture relationships. And so that was what I was thinking. How do we save those things? How do we put them all in some place, right? What is that? Is that photos? Is that books? How do we, how do we make that happen? Well, that one just got too big, too fast. Not something that I could make happen within the near future. Something that needs to get back pocketed. And okay, we'll be back later. We still find that very interesting. We still like that concept. It just wasn't a today thing. So then we moved into, and this is, I'm running this down because it all sort of comes full circle. Then we moved into, gosh, what were the other things? Um, I started helping to build things for my husband and really saw, got a run of hand of what that could look like and did that very successfully. This is how I would build that brand. This is how I would communicate about it. And it's kind of funny because I run my own personal brand, but I would say for the most part, like that was the test atmosphere for how to do all things wrong so I could get these things right. <laughs> so I could build things right eventually. And I still just commit to doing that wrong until we sort of bring it full circle and bring it to life along with this book. So still just doing that work, more to come on that spectrum. But doing that allowed me to figure out what was important and what actually worked. And so then built that up, figured that out, navigated that for a while. Um, things sort of shifted in that space. And so my need to be involved in that level at that level sort of pulled back, continued with, um, a culture contract that I got originally in all of this work, still doing that work today and still figuring out how to bring that to life with a partnership. And then got an opportunity to kind of think tank on how to bring ecosystems to life, right? Like how do we build businesses, which usually are people's dreams, right? Because even if you want to write a book, that's a business, my friends. Even if you want to uh, just sew, eventually we're going to have to get into the business portion of that. And so then it sort of was like, well, okay, if we're going to stay here, then how do we build things here? And as I started to investigate and look into that, 
um, and even get an opportunity to build that out with a team of people who could, from a technology standpoint, build something like that. Um, I realized that it all would come back to the same people that are doing that work, trying to implement the same systems that got us here in the first place. And so I sort of scratched that idea, but then rethought about how I could do that. And so eventually I'm like, no, I think I just want to simplify it and build a real simple gift shop, which would then push me into doing this class because there's also a portion of me that says, well, I maybe would want to help teach people how to do this someday on some level um, if I was good enough at it. And so... <laughs> I go through this course, I'm working the gift shop idea, I'm thinking through how I want to do that, how that makes sense with everything that I do in the inception of that idea. I'm like, it just makes sense. I just, I would expand the things that I do as a creative in all of these shops and that makes sense and I like that and then it sort of hit me as I'm working the numbers, as I'm trying to throw tantrums and hold on to like, no, this is just a heart thing. Don't worry about it. Like <laughs> literally you're probably rolling your eyes at me as I said that probably just three weeks ago. Um, as I'm doing that, I'm realizing this is so much bigger, right? Not only do we have the chance to bring to life this idea, this concept, this thing, right? This thought that there needs to be experiences and intention behind nurturing relationships and how can we give more people that opportunity then aligns with, well, there are businesses right here and let's go ahead and apply your skill set, which is hyper active in being able to build things very quickly, bring them to life and like create and communicate a vision. Well, like, what if we pair that with your original thought, which was to be in that building and help people bring their ideas to life, right? Do their dreams. How do we do that? What if we pair that with this concept? And then we pair that with this last concept, which was how do we save local? How do we bring things local? This is the best place to build something. The risk is lower, but how do we get people out of their comfort shells? How do we get them into this mode of testing? Because that is what works, right? Just the doing, that is the only thing that gets us there. And so how do we create something that allows people to take action? Well, that's what we're gonna begin building. And it brings together all of the things that I've been building along the last four years. Hannah, from a personal brand standpoint, wants to help people do dreams, period. Explanation point. Do dreams. And so everything that I touch wants to be a part of that. So there's obviously the book, there's the coaching and the journals and the things that have helped aid me, right? The, and I wouldn't say the coaching, more the um, teachings, promptings, 
through coursework that we'll be doing. And then the planner, which helped me just to like keep my entrepreneurial shit together uh, <laughs> to do my dream. Then there is the corporate work, which in my mind is like, how do we make corporations a dream place to work for? Because people go into places believe in the mission and the mission usually is falling short. Well, how do we make more companies that are right here not fall short of that? How do we make this a dream place to work for? How do we make corporations the dream? And so I work with admin teams on doing that, on making sure that they're communicating that vision very clearly so people can buy in. So people can bring their dreams there because a lot of people's dreams are to work at X place. My dream, right, was to work in public relations at a hospital. And I actually really love that. And then it sort of lost its luster because I was meant to go somewhere else, but also because when I started digging on what they were about, it just wasn't true. And I could either stay and help fix that, which I did. I dug into that work. And then I realized it didn't matter. It wasn't going to change anything. And so eventually I would leave. Um, but that's on the corporate side, the culture work that I do with places. And then now local which will literally be like a real life Etsy, right? But we're allowing people to test things, to build their business over time, but start small, just in a small test, and then continue to build. And we help you bring that to life. And you build that, you build up your confidence, you build up reputable numbers, to take back to a bank who will maybe someday take a risk on you to build your business right here, right? Locally. But we're in the concept of like, we're learning by doing, period. We are doing dreams. So when you come to local, you're talking about doing something. And local not only helps people who are trying to start something, right? But we also just help our local community expand people buying in and able to give more experiential gifts that are specific and supporting local. And so how we bring spaces online and provide the convenience that is required to compete with obviously the bigger retails while not forcing you to keep your doors open longer, right? Because we don't want to disrupt the dream. If the dream is to pick your kids up at three and that's why you built your small business, well, there are ways to make that still happen and we can do it better. And so that's local. And I'm just excited with how all of those things right? How as you test things, you're going to see where and why it doesn't try, why it doesn't fit. And there are some things that you're going to go, well, because from Restory, I think I pull that there's so much importance to keeping all the things. What are the things that we keep most? What is 
meaningful. And so the gift shop gives me the ability to do that, right? Create something that's just way different than you could ever get on Amazon. You can't find this anywhere else. Or this is meaningful because it connects and nurtures our relationship. I'm going to keep this forever. And those are the things that we want in our shop. And that's a portion of Restory. I still think Restory comes back around somewhere. Um, but then Ruly, right? Local just is Ruly in the live sense. Because it was going to continue to get compartmentalized down. And there were so many needs. And at the end of the day, what do we need most? Just a place to go do it. And so I got that message loud and clear from my intuition, from all the powers that be. Like, you're just going to have to show what it is. Go do it. And so I'm active in that work of going to do it right now. <laughs> but that's my great thing. Just seeing all these things come together, right? And like, make sense. And never holding on to anything too tight because some of those tests are just meant to inform the bigger picture. And this may be a test to inform another bigger picture. I don't ever really know. I just know to continue following my intuition and following what's flowing. And so that's my great thing. Take time for yourself. Normally they, they aren't that long, but I think it actually poses us into where we needed to go with this anyways. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Won't regret it. Um, yeah. So today, just diving into the stupid text that will come along with this test phase. And the preparation for that, I think, has to be so intentional, right? <laughs> when um, I was thinking that I wanted to leave my corporate job, we had to start financially planning for that um, because we didn't know how long we'd be able to survive on just one income to, to serve. We didn't know how long it would take Hannah to test and get something up going. <laughs> Thank you, husband, for um, carrying the boat on that. And I know that I am very blessed. I know because I have talked to a lot of people. I know that so many people haven't been put in a place financially that I have. And what I will say, just a little asterisk on that, like we put ourselves in this space. There were a lot of hard conversations. There were about seven years of we got to not be stupid anymore. Um, that sucked. That meant driving the crappy cars. That still means driving the crappy cars, staying in the house, right? All the things that we don't want to do because we need to make sure that we're projecting an image of who we are. So everybody knows. Um, but that wasn't where we could live if we wanted to live the way we wanted to live, right? If we wanted to build these things and we wanted to do this. And so we had those hard conversations. We lived that life to get ourselves in a better situation. And now to today, that made this test phase 
possible. That meant that Hannah didn't have to sit here and not be able to breathe and just go with an idea that probably wasn't going to work because we had to hurry up and get it figured out, right? Or write a book that wasn't inspired because we got to hurry up and get it figured out. This is about making money and surviving versus finding a dream, finding a call. And my husband and I had that real conversation and that meant that, yeah, I had to figure out a lot of things that probably most people just get to skip and fast forward by because, <laughs> well, mm, it's, um, it's easy, right? You could just hire someone. You could just pay for that. But I didn't have that option because I had committed to figuring this out for free. Um, and I had to figure it out for free because I wasn't making any money. There was no money to invest back in my business. And so that meant just outworking it, figuring out how to read between the lines of things. And now if I'm going to be helping people start businesses and not, right? do tests and not go in debt to make a dream happen because we don't know if that's the dream yet, um, then what a powerful thing, right? What an amazing thing to, to provide for people and what a bomb skill set. Four years of building businesses with zero dollars? Like... I figured out a couple of ways around, right? Doing expensive things. And that's not to say that that's sustainable forever, but like, let's do dreams from that place first. If we're not financially in a place where we don't have, like if you don't have to go that route, then don't, right? But that's been my approach. And that's one of my commitments is, Early on in the test process, you don't want to, right, get in over your head. If you're making a huge investment like that, it just ups the amni and forces results that you might not be ready to get yet or that you might not even know that you want yet. And I want to keep people in a space of dreaming and doing and testing and going and deciding what it is that they want based on actually trying it. And the result of actually trying it is sometimes a lot of stupid tax. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. This will be a much shorter discussion on stupid tax than I realized, but stupid tax inevitably is just like so much of this you're going to try out, probably fall flat on your face, probably end up taking some hits, and it doesn't always mean financially, right? But some of the decisions that you make, the only way to learn them is by making it and doing it wrong. And I want to say that you could protect yourself by doing that, by planning and making sure that you got everything right. And there probably is some importance to that. But you can also hold yourself in a space where you are no longer moving because you're trying to plan it all out and make sure that it's all perfect. And there really is no way to be. You just have to kind of get prepared for stupid tax, period.
the stupid tax. It's part of the process. It's part of the learning. It's part of the doing. When you are doing things that you have never done before, we shouldn't be hard about our, hard on ourselves about the stupid tax that's ensued. Now, if you're only making stupid decisions and nothing ever makes sense or it's only stupid decisions and they're stupid forever, but like my stupid decisions just put me that much closer to figuring this thing out. It's only stupid once, right? The next time that you do it, you're going to do it way better. You are going to do this, this, and this. And when we're in the doing, that's what's most important. We aren't sitting and placing ourselves in judgment for too long because we just realize that this is a part of how we're going to get used to this. If this is the place that we want to be in, in the doing, we find the knowing, right? Now we just know. Hey, I tested this. I tested this concept, this idea, this approach. And now I know, right? Now I know that it didn't work like that. Now I know that these words worked and these ones didn't. Now I know that I would rather set this up this way. Now I know, but you can't really get to knowing without the doing first. And so I just want us to be in this place of confidence where we aren't sitting and spinning in misery over decisions we had to make and learn from in order to be better tomorrow. Like, okay, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I should have done it different. But I wouldn't know what I know now had I never done it at all. And I'm, I have always been... <laughs> And maybe I'm just glutton for punishment, but I have always been in that space. Like, we're just going to try it. See where we get. What's the worst that could happen? And then I don't think about what's the worst that could happen. Because I assume in most instances, and this has been the reality, in most instances, the worst thing never happens. And sometimes it does. And even then, human spirit remains, champions, fixes, drives, corrects, and gets back on the road. So you can think about the worst thing that could happen and then decide that the potential of what could happen is bigger than the threat of what could happen, right? Like follow the excitement, follow the hype. Even if it doesn't hype all the way to where it was supposed to be in your vision, doesn't getting somewhere close feel better than not doing it at all? Yeah, right? Because even if you get it anywhere above where you started, right? That's just next level. Everything from there is up. Even if you went down a couple notches in the learning process, you're still higher than where you started. And it's just always worth doing. Do. Go.
explore, know, learn, love, laugh. <laughs> but like, know that stupid tax is coming and be okay with it. Because it really is the only way to provide real life application of how you would do it better next time. But if we're forever just preparing for the first time to try to get it right, it's a silly waste of time. Because the end result is you're still going to look at that, analyze and see how you could do it better next time. And so what are we waiting for? Let's go. Let's just try it. And then go, oh, I would definitely do that different. Well, that was dumb. Right? That did or didn't cost me money, but I'm going to chalk that one up to stupid tax, as Dave Ramsey likes to call it, right? Like, we made some dumb decisions in the beginning of our lives that worked us into a debt spiral that when we got ourselves out of it, we had to pay some stupid tax because we just made some dumb decisions and we had to pay extra for it. Whoa, like, that's a part of what we're going to be doing here. Not always do you have to pay extra for it, but usually you have to pay extra as far as like, now I just feel like a little bit of a confidence chip maybe, but I'm here to say like, it's not a chip. You're only learning. This is the only way to learn. Protecting yourself from that learning is silly because you're still going to have to learn from that first decision either way. And yes, plan and protect yourself as much as you possibly can. But at the end of the day, if you're doing something new, if you are doing dreams that you have never done before, there's just going to be some stupid tax. There are going to be decisions that you're going to have to learn from in real time in order to know what to do next time. And if you've decided what that realm is, then go for it. And even if you haven't, go for it. You can always pick up with something else. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.